Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to dominate your career, then you are in the right place. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And Monica Marquez, ex-Googler, diversity expert, and senior corporate leader. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Welcome to the Beyond Barriers Habits and Hacks show. Thank you for listening in. We are truly grateful for your comments, feedback, and advocacy. And thanks to you, we're a highly rated show and our global community is growing rapidly. If you haven't subscribed yet, tell us what we can do to earn your support. And if you have already, please rate us. We love five stars. And if you've already done both, then please tell a friend about the show. In today's episode, we'll discuss a topic many of us are feeling, burnout. We'll share how you can detect burnout and what you can do to regain your balance and feel healthy and hopeful again. So let's start with understanding what is burnout? Well, burnout is a state of complete exhaustion that's typically caused by prolonged stress. Mm -hmm. When you feel really overwhelmed and emotionally drained, it's hard to keep up with everything on your plate and you begin to lose the motivation to keep going. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, burnout is a condition of an overloaded nervous system. Um, It was first defined in 1974 by a clinical psychologist named Herbert Freudenberger. Now, Freudenberger had been treating a bunch of patients and he started to notice that a number of specific features creeped up that he termed as burnout. And here it induces um, a level of anxiety where you're in this hellish place between shutting down and waking up. You're not fully rested, but you're also not fully alert. You know, you're not fully rested because you're not getting the kind of sleep that you need. And then during the day, you're just sort of not able to keep up and feeling inadequate in the face of all of the tasks on your plate, whether it's personal or professional. So you you feel like you're constantly chasing the next task Mm -hmm. and you feel like you haven't done enough. No matter how much you've accomplished, you just feel like you haven't done enough and there's a mountain of things still left to do where the obstacles just feel insurmountable and everything just starts to look bleak. Okay, well, that sounds a lot like stress. I mean, is burnout just another word for stress? That's a great question. Um, It's not. So we tend to use the terms burnout and stress interchangeably, but they're actually quite different. Mm. So stress is when you're dealing with too much, uh, too much pressure, too much, uh, you know, uh, work. Mm -hmm. Um, Think of it like a like a big product launch, for example, if you've done that at work, mm-hmm. you know, think back to a time when you had a major launch of some kind or a major event coming up. It's stressful and there's a lot of moving parts, but generally you're motivated to get to the finish line. And even when things go sort of awry or they right. start to get a little bit complex, you know, at the end of the day that once you get everything under control, you'll feel better again. Okay. Right. So there's a there's a focus, if you will. Right. There's a there's an end goal and you know it's difficult, but kind of uh, the sense that, you know, it's just a matter of time. Right. There's a finish line. There's a finish line and there's a there's a sense of hyperactivity leading up to that point And, you know, you'll eventually feel better. Okay. Burnout, on the other hand, is about not having enough. 
Mm-hmm. It's when you feel empty, when you feel mentally exhausted, you've got just absolutely nothing left to give. Okay. That's when you've lost your motivation. And frankly, you just simply stop caring. And, and part of that is because you don't see any hope of positive change. So unlike okay. that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that example of a product launch or an event, you know, where there's a hope that, yes, mm-hmm. it's difficult right now. It's super intense, but it's going to get better. Burnout, on the other hand, there's just no hope of positive change. You just right. feel like you're stuck in that situation. Mm-hmm. And that's why the emotional impact of burnout can make you feel hopeless and helpless Mm -hmm. and even resentful. Right. So you don't feel like you can escape your situation. And that's why you end up feeling really trapped and really defeated. Mm -hmm. And part of what happens as a result of that is that feeling is so negative that you start to avoid connecting with people. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you get more and more detached and therefore more isolated and lonely, which is perpetuates the situation even further, right? Right. Well, it sounds like stress is almost, you see the light at the end of the tunnel and with burnout, you see no light. You just see darkness. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's just darkness mm-hmm. throughout. So um, that's why the feeling of hopelessness, right? right? Because um, like they say, stress can kill you, mm-hmm. but with burnout, you don't want to live. So right. that's the difference, right? right? Stress, <laughs> is, stress is something that um, has a lot of negative impacts mm-hmm. and creates a lot of anxiety, but burnout actually creates depression. Right. You don't want to live, you know, mm-hmm. you've lost your motivation. So, um, so that's why uh, the, you know, that's why burnout also affects you physically quite a bit because right. you're drained and exhausted all of the time. And, you know, a lot of times people complain about feeling, um, you know, experiencing frequent headaches or um, getting ill frequently. So mm-hmm. you catch a cold easily or get the flu. And then also your sleeping patterns change. Um, you're either uh, sleeping too much mm-hmm. uh, or sleeping erratically. And then your eating habits uh, change. You're eating too mm-hmm. much or too little. Or um, uh, one of the other signs that are very common is also using food and alcohol to cope because right. you just okay. uh, don't know how to escape that feeling. And so you're using food and alcohol as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. So Um, Again, to contrast stress and burnout, if stress creates a sense of urgency and almost hyperactivity that's very intense, then burnout leads to helplessness and loss of motivation. Right. I mean, it's really important to recognize the difference between the two, like the stress and burnout. I mean, like you said, a small amount of stress can actually help you get focused and productive, um, which kind of reminds me of like, you know, back when I used to perform and sing, people would say, are you really nervous? Are you stressed out? And it was like, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous and stressed every time I walk onto the stage. But that gave me, it gives you an edge to kind of keep your A game and to like make sure you're performing like at peak. Um, Yeah, it's just like public speaking, right? You always feel a level of uh, stress in that moment of stepping up on stage mm-hmm. before you're about to start speaking or singing. Right. But it's a good kind of stress that uh, you know is just momentary or right. just temporary, and then you're going to feel great afterwards. Right. But then the prolonged stress can actually lead to burnout, which is far more dangerous, right, and damaging, which the same thing can happen for individuals who, you know, are performers or speakers that sometimes you can have so much stress and you keep, keep pushing yourself and pushing yourself to where then when you burn out, out, you like lose your voice or like you just can't go on you yeah. don't have enough and, and you see that with a lot of uh celebrities mm-hmm. for example they experience so much success but they haven't punctuated that success or that performance mm-hmm. stress 
mm-hmm. with rejuvenation. Right. And so in the absence of that punctuation, you get to the point of burnout where you don't want to do the very thing that you loved once upon a time. You just absolutely uh, you know, have complete attachment for it and you don't feel like life feels like it's worth living. Right. I mean, it's actually, you know, where you hear stories about people experiencing complete burnout where just mentally and physically, you just can't, you know, you can't do it. And a lot of people, you know, it's related to their jobs, right? You're always feeling overworked. You're not taking any time off. Um, There's no work-life balance. I mean, dealing with childcare, elder Mm -hmm. care. um, I mean, absolutely. I mean, and if you think about now 2020 yeah. right i mean it's 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 the kind of year where no matter no matter what your individual circumstances is i mean we're all susceptible to burnout because of just the current environment it's just highly volatile and every day there's this new kind of risk and uncertainty yeah i mean it, it's sort of constant right mm-hmm. because um, for decades there's been so much conversation about work life balance that's right. why it's such a hot topic in the workplace, right? People talk about, in fact, with women, especially, it's one of the biggest topics that Mm -hmm. uh, women are looking for solutions for is Mm -hmm. how do I deal with work-life balance? How do I bring in more work-life balance? Well, 2020 kind of, you know, (laughs) took it uh, to a whole nother level because um, forget about work-life balance. I mean, we're truly going through this time where, you know, it's just constant. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's constant, you know, just whether it's a threat of disease or death because of COVID or just the risk of unemployment or financial loss. I mean, even coping with just the constant bad news on Mm -hmm. TV. Or Or, or fighting on social media because like two (laughs) sides cannot agree or see eye to eye and you're busy unfriending people because they said something. Right, exactly. I mean, it's it's a lot to take on. I mean, day after day, you know, for months. So, you know. And especially with no end in sight. right, Right, exactly. So really what we're experiencing as a society is it's more than stress. It's it's actually burnout. I mean, just when we thought quarantine was over and schools were going to open up, I mean, now you see a peak all over again and, and things are shutting down all over again. I mean, it's a constant cycle of trying to keep, keep it all together, but, you know, none of us can escape that feeling or the situation anytime soon. So no wonder many of us are feeling fatigued and this loss of motivation. Exactly. I mean, this is a familiar feeling for so many people that um, it's sort of such an abnormal situation that we're all going through mm-hmm. um, that it's it's hard to even describe it because some days you can wake up feeling like everything is totally under control, right. you know, like I, I've got my work schedule, the kids are okay, and, um, you know, we can pay the bills and there's food on the table. And other days, it's sort of this whole alternate reality where you can barely keep up or you can barely keep it all together. Yes, I mean, it's especially hard if you already are, you know, you suffer from being a bit of a perfectionist and you need to be in control of everything. I mean, as a personally, as a type A high achieving kind of person, and you feel like you can't get ahead or keep up. I mean, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. I mean, it's, it's the very thing that's actually contributing to the burnout where you've got to learn to just let go. Exactly. And I think that's why given the pandemic or just the general situation this Mm -hmm. year, um, there are people that are disproportionately Mm -hmm. uh, sort of susceptible to burnout in this environment because in a situation that is entirely out of control, mm-hmm. as a perfectionist or as a type A person, mm-hmm. if you're trying to control it, yes, 
then you're essentially creating a situation that um, you are going to, you know, putting yourself at high risk of burnout because right. you're trying so hard to make it right when it really can't be right. There's, mm-hmm. there's, you just have to, you know, go with the flow to some mm-hmm. degree and uh, do the best you can and be okay with doing the best you can. Right. In fact, that's um, exactly uh, what Ariana Huffington describes in her book Thrive. Um, of you know being that type A perfectionist right. and being that high achieving person that um, ultimately burns up. Uh, so she um, describes this episode that happened to her back in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ariana was at home, she was on the phone checking emails, and then suddenly she passes out and she, she fell down. She woke up in a pool of blood with a broken cheekbone mm-hmm. and a cut over her eye. And she had no idea how that even happened. I mean, this was a situation where, you know, it was at the height of Huffington Post Mm -hmm. exploding with growth and she was experiencing total burnout and she had simply collapsed from exhaustion. Mm. But that episode in 2007 became her wake up call, uh, which led to her completely changing her life, her profession, Mm -hmm. her focus, her business. And ever since, she's become a huge advocate for self-care and sleep. Um, and it's, you know, personally, I can totally relate to that feeling because um, I've put myself in situations of being superwoman. I mean, mm-hmm. this is not something anyone forced me into or did to me. It's what I did to myself by placing right. enormous pressure to achieve. Mm-hmm. Not just that, it's trying to do it all, trying to be resilient and, you know, willing myself to push through extreme adversity and Mm -hmm. prolonged stress only to completely crash and burn and want to set everything on fire because it seems like the only way to get out. I mean, that's a horrible place to be. Mm -hmm. And I was there. I mean, I remember a period of my life where I used to wake up every day wishing that my projects would fail, wishing Mm. that my business would fail. Literally the first thought, Mm -hmm. waking up, opening my eyes and wishing it would all collapse. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because I wasn't committed to the success. It's because I just wanted the pain to go away and I couldn't cope anymore. And I just wanted things to end simply so I could get a break. Mm. And my big lesson learned from that experience was that when sabotage seems like your best escape route, that's an urgent cry and a sign that you need self. It's time for self-care. Right. That's Mm -hmm. absolutely when you got to pay attention to the warning signs and take care of yourself. Um, But, you know, um, this is something that isn't just caused by overwork. Mm -hmm. Burnout can often creep up on us simply because we fail to pay attention to signs along the way. I mean, this doesn't happen overnight. Like it didn't happen to me overnight. Right. It was creeping up, you know, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And I just kept ignoring all the signs until it piled and piled and piled until I just imploded. Right. You know? exactly. And it's a lot like the current situation we're all in. We're sheltering in place. We're keeping up with childcare, elder care, mm-hmm. uh, worrying about money or safety. We have no boundaries between work time or personal time. We have no boundaries between workspace and personal space. Right, exactly. And then on top of that, for many people that are isolated during this time, it's also coping with loneliness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been six months of being in this situation 
And even now, there's no end in sight. Yes, I mean, exactly. The pandemic has caused so much stress. I mean, I mean, according to a recent poll by the Kaiser Foundation, nearly half adults say that the pandemic has had a negative impact on their mental health. And I mean, this is on top of almost 80% of Americans feeling stressed out at work. I mean, no wonder the American Psychological Association warned that negative mental health effects of the coronavirus are going to be serious and long lasting. So, I mean, these are all compounding factors. I mean, stressed out um, professionals now experiencing even more negative impact with the pandemic. I mean, you can't ignore all of this. You can't ignore it. You can't postpone taking action. I mean, the longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. So let's talk about what are some of the action steps? What, what actions can people take to avoid burnout? Yeah. Well, first off, um, you know, uh, I think what you brought up is really key because mm-hmm. we're going through a situation where there's multiple compounding factors. Mm-hmm. It's not just one thing mm-hmm. because uh, American society in general, mm-hmm. you know, because of our sort of um, culture of ambition mm-hmm. and achievement, right. uh, creates a level of intensity for most people at work mm-hmm. where, um, you know, the fact that 80% of working professionals yes. talk about feeling stressed at work, that's pretty high number. Right. Now you pile on the stress of parenting, mm-hmm. the stress of finances, Elder the stress care. of disease, mm-hmm. um, all of that, it, that is sort of a, a mental health nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, even if you don't feel like it's happening to you, it is happening to right. you at some level. Exactly. You can't ignore it. I mean, you, it you is happening. Right. It is happening to all of us, no matter how um, well adjusted we may seem on the surface. Mm-hmm. You know, this is such an, an unnatural situation to go through mm-hmm. that um, if either you're already experiencing all of the burnout mm-hmm. um, and you're barely keeping up, or it's happening to you, you're just not fully aware. So um, it's really important for us to recognize um, mm-hmm. any of these signs and symptoms. So if you're listening to this episode and all of the things we described as that feeling or the emotional or the physical right. factors, if you're experiencing that, then definitely start paying attention to that. Yeah, and, just pause for a moment and ask yourself, yeah. could, you know, could you be experiencing this? And the likelihood is yes. pretty high because just because of the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so here are three things that everyone can do. Mm -hmm. And the good news is it doesn't cost anything. Wonderful. This is the last, you know, this is not a time when people want to spend any more. So here's something you can do every day and it doesn't cost a dime and everyone can do it. So number one, sleep. Uh, Yes. As Ariana Huffington advocates, uh, sleep is nature's greatest healer. So create the right environment for sleep for yourself. Um, disconnect mm-hmm. well in advance. Don't stay stuck to your phone or your screens until you fall asleep. Like disconnect one to two hours before. No matter mm-hmm. what, just disconnect. Force yourself to create that um, sort of uh, you know environment where your screens are not following you until sleep. Right. Create the right environment, uh, you know, in your bedroom. Like, make it feel like a spa experience. Make it dark, you know, like... Uh, essential oils, essential diffusers. Oils, diffusers. But yeah. even if you can't do any of right. those things, right? But you can always make the your sleeping space a little bit better. Right. You know, you can mm-hmm. make it a little bit more conducive to having a good night's rest. Um, and then 
get eight to nine hours. Don't make it a, I can barely get six hours and I got to mm-hmm. go through. If uh, I can assure you, no matter how impossible it may seem, you may feel like, oh my gosh, I can barely get through my day. Eight to nine hours is such a luxury. It's just impossible. That's such a ridiculous recommendation. Mm-hmm. There's no way for me to follow through. Well, I'm going to challenge you to think differently right. because it's all a matter of planning and priorities. So if you make that an absolute must for you to get eight to nine hours, whether you've got parents to take care of, kids to take care of, a busy job mm-hmm. or deadlines galore, make that a commitment, schedule the sleep on your right. calendar mm-hmm. and cut it off. Gift yourself the joy of rejuvenation mm-hmm. and you will you know, be uh, so much better off for it. Okay. So make it a point to actually make sleep a priority. Exactly. Okay. Sleep. Number two is play. So mm-hmm. um, p- uh, play is something that play isn't about going to the gym or right. working out or, you know, getting on the treadmill or a Peloton bike. Play is something that comes so naturally to us as mm-hmm. kids, right? And it's, it's what we live for. Right. As kids, we can't wait to play. It's what we do all the time. And as we uh, get older, it's the thing we lose. We lose right. that natural sense of curiosity and playfulness and just um, our ability to um, feel wonder and joy mm-hmm. in the moment. Play, you know, being in a playful state has the ability to heal chronic stress and burnout. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is something that Charlie Hone in his book, Play It Away, which, by the way, is a great book uh, and highly recommended. He, he um, is someone who um, experienced complete burnout. And it's actually mm-hmm. a really powerful story of how he did not sleep for 60 hours straight when he was working oh, with wow. Tim Ferriss mm-hmm. and basically crashed and burned. And, it, you know, and then not just that, he recovered from that somewhat and went back into the same old pattern of behavior mm-hmm. and crashed and burned a second time until he then dove deep into figuring out what was causing this. And mm-hmm. then he adopted a habit that in 30 um, days and basically a month, he was able to sort of overcome that burnout. Mm-hmm. And what he recommends is 30 minutes of activity that's fun, physical, and social. So, you know, get into that playful state. So Mm -hmm. it's not just about playing, it's getting into a playful state, Mm -hmm. whether it's playing with your kids, you know, dancing Mm -hmm. in the kitchen or throwing a Frisbee in the backyard or chasing your dogs, whatever it is that gives you that, you know, puts you in that playful state, Mm -hmm. even 30 minutes a day. Mm -hmm way more than exercise, way more than anything else will actually help you deal with burnout better. Right, okay. Have some fun. Yeah, exactly. Be in that playful state. And then number three is gratitude. As Tony Robbins says, trade your expectations for appreciation. Mm -hmm. Instead of expecting things to be a certain way because you want to have total control and you set your goals and your plans and your vision – And then feeling disappointed or frustrated that it didn't go that way. Instead of all of that, appreciate what you have. When you feel grateful for family or health or safety or food, Mm -hmm. you're going to shift your focus from what you don't have to what you're blessed to have. Right. And that's why I really believe that gratitude is a game changer. You know, so when you have the ability um, to recognize all the things that you're blessed with in this moment, because, you know, 
let's be honest, there's a lot of people, there are a lot of people in this world that right now aren't safe. Yes. That have lost loved ones, that have lost everything that they owned or the last right. dollar in the bank account, that if you're someone that isn't in that situation, you do have a lot to be grateful for. Exactly. And if you make it a point to look for the things that you are grateful for every single day, mm-hmm. that's going to be a game changer. Yes. So everyone listening, if you've identified early symptoms of burnout, then take action now. Turn off the news, get away from your screens and just disconnect completely for 30 minutes every day. Then go do something that feels like play to you every night, make sleep a priority. And then every morning, make gratitude a necessity and you'll be less anxious, more relaxed and a whole lot happier. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all of the resources in this episode. Thanks for listening. There are thousands of podcasts out there and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources referenced in this episode. And be sure to take the quiz on the website. Your score will tell you where you are, what helps you gain momentum and what holds you back. You'll also get a free guide with cutting edge career strategies. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your comments and topic suggestions on IamBeyondBarriers.com and we'll be sure to address them in future episodes. If you enjoyed our show today, please subscribe and rate the podcast or just tell a friend about it. See you next episode.